Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hey Clever Investors and welcome to another show. Today I thought we would talk about some of the jargon that's used within the finance and the property world. So we're going to split this into two parts. Today we're going to go through A to L and then in another show I'll go through the M's to Z's. Let's get started. A is for application fee, or sometimes it's called an establishment fee. This is a a cost, a charge to pretty much partially cover some of the internal costs of the lenders, of the banks. You're going to pay for it somewhere along the line. Never judge a loan's quality or suitability for you, whether it has an application fee or whether it doesn't. A for assets. So an asset is a list of what an individual or even a company currently owns. Now, atypically, we think of assets such as real estate. It can also be the cash that you've got on hand. It can be your cars, any other vehicles, even the home contents and your super and shares as well. They're all included as assets. B is for basic variable home loan. So this is, as the word describes, it's got no whistles and bells. It's a basic style of loan. The interest is often lower than the lender's standard variable rate home loan, but you're going to miss out on a few of the other features. And that's part of the role that your mortgage broker will do with you is identifying, well, what items do you actually need? What ones are you going to do? B is for break costs. So these are the costs that you may incur when you are paying off or ending a fixed rate loan earlier than its due term. So you fixed for three years and you've won lotto and you want to pay off the home loan sooner or you're selling the property as well. So that means that loan is extinguished because you're going to need to get a new loan for the new property But the easiest way to find out if a break cost is due is to pick up the phone and ring your particular bank, ring your lender and find out what it will be. It will vary from day to day. B is for bridging finance. Now, bridging finance is a short-term loan that's going to cover you and cover the financial gap when you're purchasing a new property and you haven't sold the old property. So bridging finance is designed to get you through this period, get you over this gap. It will last generally somewhere between three to six months. It's not a a long-term loan facility. At the end of the bridging period, so when you've sold the other property, you'll then revert into whichever loan product you've actually picked with that particular lender. C is for capital gains tax. Now, 
This is the monetary gain obtained when you sell a property or any item. It could be you're selling shares as well and uh, you've made a profit on it. So you've sold it for more than what you actually paid for. So think of it just like an income tax. And with all taxes, we're not allowed to avoid taxes. We can plan taxing. Um, and you'll need to speak to your uh, accountant on how you can best set up how you're going to manage paying capital gains tax. C is for community title. Now, community title is pretty much, to the best of my knowledge, only specific in New South Wales uh, properties. It's not as common. It's a property title where several uh, dwellings are um, built on the same patch of land, of real estate, and the owners own their own property and uh, and the uh, and the land, but they've got shared access to community facilities. So that could be anything from swimming pools to barbecue areas, maybe even like tennis courts within some of these things that I've come across. All the property owners uh, pay levies, sort of like a strata fee, for the upkeep of these community facilities. C is for company title. Now, this is an older style of registering who owns a property. So the big difference with uh, company title is these are associated with, and I used to see a lot of these in and around the sort of eastern suburbs areas of, uh, of Sydney. What it basically means is there's a company that owns the building and you uh, actually become a shareholder, quite literally, in this company and the company allocates that you can live in this part of the building and you have these rights to it. A lot of banks don't actually like company title. It can be a, a, a lot. The reasons why the banks don't like it is it, it can be a lot um, uh, harder to um, manage these things. Um, it's an older style of, uh, of registering the title over a property and it has a bit of a knock-on effect so you often might find that these are older properties you're looking sort of maybe 1950s 1960s build and they're often from my experience very well presented c is for comparison rate so this is a rate that that was designed to express and include both the interest rate and if there's any upfront or any ongoing fees and it also shows you if there's an introductory rate to the loan. So it gives you a bit of an idea of what's the real rate that you would be paying. C is for construction loan. So this is a loan specifically for the purpose of funding the building of a new property or some major renovations on a property. So it's not an actual loan, long-term loan on its own. Uh, the construction loan is uh, paid uh, in generally five stages. So uh, atypically with a house, it might be first stage is when the, the concrete slab has been poured under the ground and the builder will get the first bit of the payment. And then as they complete the agreed other stages, then the builder will then get 
paid. So the builder just doesn't get the lump sum of money in up front. They will get paid as they go through. They've got to, they've obviously got to work for the different stages of it. At the end of the construction loan period, when the property is completed and it's been signed off by the bank, then you c- it will revert to whichever particular loan product you want with your with your bank that you're with. D is for daily interest. Now, this is referring to the fact that the interest is calculated on a daily basis on your mortgage. And you make your repayments either weekly, fortnightly or monthly, depending on the loan product that you've actually picked. D is for deposit bond. So a deposit bond is a substitution for a cash deposit that guarantees to the purchaser that you will be paying the rest of the money on the due settlement date. If you don't do that, the deposit bond company will make sure that the 10% deposit is released to you in cash, but the bonds company is going to come after you and sue you for the money that's owed. So you don't get away with it scot-free there. E is for equity. So equity is basically the value of an asset minus what you owe on that. So let's use the example here. You've got a property. It's worth 500000 You've got a mortgage on it for 150000 Your equity is the difference between the five hundred and the one fifty. So you've got $350,000 worth of equity in that property. E is for equity loan. Now, this is a loan that uses that equity in the property for your own personal purposes. So as long as you can service the debt and there's security there, then banks love giving you money for it. Now, you may be taking, you may be using some of the equity in the property as a deposit for an investment property. You might be using it to do a renovation on your property. You might be using it to go and buy some shares or invest elsewhere. And the actual product will depend on the lender. And of course, you'll be guided through what one's applicable by your mortgage broker. F is for fixed interest rate. This is an interest rate that's set for a fixed period of time. So normally somewhere between one to five years. That's atypical, whether it's your home loan or whether it is an investment property loan. You can, and there are still some lenders that offer up to 10 years. I have never actually met anybody that's fixed for that long, but it's a product still out there, so people must still be doing it. It's something when you're fixing, you need to speak to your mortgage broker about the advantages and the disadvantages of fixing because not only is your interest rate fixed, so are your repayments for that given period of time. G is for genuine savings. These are the funds that you've put together and held in your savings account and you're going to use that towards the purchase of a property and you'll normally need to supply transaction statements to the bank to show where you've got your deposit funds from. We had a whole show about the difference between deposits and funds towards the purchase. Look back for that one. G is for guarantor. So a guarantor is a third party to a loan that's helping you, the borrower, 
obtain finance so you can buy the property. So the guarantor is either offering security support, so they're offering another building as support, or they might be offering support as in your from a you know helping the repayment. So your maybe your salary is not enough to service the loan and the guarantor's there to actually top up the rest of it or guarantee that that it would actually happen. More commonplace is a security guarantor, especially with first-time buyers. So when you've got the family guarantee type loans, that's a guarantor. I is for interest only, normally expressed in documents as just the words I-O. This is a loan where only the interest on the principal amount, so that's the actual amount that you borrowed at the beginning is ever required to be repaid. Atypically associated with people buying investment properties because the in interest is the only part of that loan which is actually tax effective. I is for introductory rate or commonly called a honeymoon rate. Now this is a reduced interest rate at the beginning part of the loan and it could be anywhere from 6 to 12 to 24 months and at the end of that specific period the loan will revert to being whatever the standard variable rate is for that particular lender. J is for joint tenants. Equal holding of property between two or more persons. If one of the party dies, so atypically joint tenants are like a husband and wife buying a property together, right? Life partners. And if one of the partners dies, then their shares automatically pass on to the survivor of the property. It's a common arrangement in those type of situations. L is for LMI, Lenders Mortgage Insurance. Now, we had a whole show on this. Nothing to be scared of here. It's a form of insurance that is safeguarding, guaranteeing the lender that they're not going to uh, run the risk of ever losing out on any money should there be a foreclosure or a short payment on the property here. You might want to look back to the whole show that we did on LMI. L is also for line of credit. Now, this is not as popular type of loan as it used to be way back in sort of the the late 90s and the early 2000s. It's a flexible type of credit. It's actually known also as a revolving line of credit. It's an evergreen loan. You have an upper limit that you're approved to and you can treat it pretty much like a credit card. You can, you can draw it up and down within that finance limit. L is for loan to value ratio or LVR. This is the ratio of the home loan amount compared to the value of the security. So it's abbreviated and you'll see it written everywhere on your loan documents and when you're talking to your broker as LVR. I hope you've enjoyed that little snippet of the A to L of the lending jargon. We will continue uh, M to Z in another show and I'll see you again next week for another edition of the Clever Investor Podcast.
You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, proudly sponsored this week by Blue Wealth Property. Are you ready to start a new investment journey? Get in touch with the industry leaders. Blue Wealth Property. Blue Wealth have a proven track record in using research to identify growth markets. And Blue Wealth have supported thousands of Australians to buy the right property in the right market at the right time. Go to bluewealth.com.au.